Oh, are you? Okay. All right. This is the Selfish as a Mother podcast. Selfish is concentrating on one's well-being without regard for others. Yes, you heard it right. This is the podcast where real moms share vulnerable stories about how getting selfish has helped them become happier, healthier, more productive women. We are here to remind you, you matter a lot. This is space just for you, Mama. We are so glad you're here. Let's dive in. All right, ladies. So again, we're so glad you're here. And today we're just going to be talking about kind of patterns, you know, what we learned and what we saw growing up, um, what behaviors we model as, as women, as mothers, as professionals, uh, stay-at-home moms. It doesn't matter, but it's just behaviors that we kind of have grown up watching and maybe learning um, and maybe doing without even actually thinking about it too, Heather, right? Isn't that? Yeah, absolutely. We, we sometimes don't question, we just do. This is, this is so true because we often, as, uh, as kids, when we're growing up, we always look up to our elders, right? We look up to our parents. Um, we, at least for me, anyways, Nico, I always thought, you know, that was like the perfect version of who I was supposed to be as a woman, right? And then as we get older, we start to develop our own uh, ideals about what we value, what our mission is in life. And suddenly, at least for me, when that didn't really match what I was raised in. I started to feel like guilty and I didn't, I, I felt like I had to be um, what my parents were. Uh, and I, I include both my parents here because really like that was our household and that's how my sister and I grew up. So yeah, there's there's so much in this, right? And and so I thought we could unpack this, Nico. Like, right. let's unpack some themes about right. things that we thought where we were supposed to be or do, and then we kind of went in the opposite direction. Did you yeah, try that? Did you go yeah. in the opposite direction? Well, and again, we talked to women about getting selfish. Like my mom instilled so many great things in me and my dad, you're right. It's both parents, right? We learn from them. They were very hard workers. Um, they volunteered a lot. My family was very family oriented. So we, we saw our extended family very regularly. Um, and they were great friends to their friends. Like they modeled so many great behaviors for me, um, which meant, yes, they were busy humans, um, mm -hmm. which meant they both gave a lot, but self-care was never something we talked about, was never something that, yeah, definitely was not talked about and not modeled that behavior. Like not that you should be doing something extra for you in your life to make sure that you're happy, right? Mm -hmm. It's great to take care of and provide for your family. It's great to be there for friends and family, but are you doing it in a way that is healthy? Yeah, right? so true. Self-care was, was never the priority growing up. Um, my mom worked in healthcare and she was constantly gone. Uh, there was hours and hours she worked and, uh, she would work those 12 hour shifts and it, it almost seemed like my parents were ships passing in the night. They never really saw each other and um, they loved each other. Mm -hmm. And we, we certainly saw that, but uh, it was always like, well, it is what it is. This is how we live. This is, this is what life is, is you work, 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 and then you retire. <laughs> right. And um, I have an entrepreneur spirit. So I, I was very much interested in like going my own way and creating my own schedule and kind of feeling like that's not really what I want to do when I get married. Mm -hmm. So um, 
I felt as though the only path that my mom carved for me was to go to school. You know, you, you got to go to school, get a career, get the certificate, which I did all those things. But then I, I found myself kind of going, oh, but now what? So I've got this career. Um, now I'm a mom and, I've, you know, my husband and I have been together 10 years and now I'm starting to want to go into my own career, like starting my own business, right? So this was something that's never been taught. Yeah. It was never encouraged at all. If anything, it was discouraged. It was like, you need yeah. a certificate for that. Um, can you relate? You need well, a certificate. You need to go to school. Yeah. And I was, I think, the Maybe yes and no. family to go to university, actually, like all of my family. Um, and I, I did that. But like my mom, again, she was a full-time working mom for sure. Um, but when I had kids, I stayed at home. Like, so I didn't model... Right that behavior, I guess, which kind of is weird, I guess. And we were actually, George and I were talking about that last night. And I'm like, I, I don't know how that happened, but yeah, I, but she did it all. And I do like, do you remember your mom ever having uh, like moments where like, like the wheels fell off? Right. Like definitely. she was just like a uh, all the time. Point? Yeah. I remember those too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mom, mom was always the doer of everything. Yeah, She did all the things. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah. And she also was very good at hiding her emotions. So she would, she would have like the big house and the social things. And she had so many friends and so many things. She, she was lovely in the sense that she could say yes to everything. And she was a people pleaser. Um, however, what I've realized is that that doesn't always help you in the end because you, you don't know what you're, you don't know what you're working for. So well, you and you don't know yes what you want because you're just appeasing everybody right. all the That's time, it. Yeah. right? All the time. Oh, absolutely. I see that too, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's unpack that because yeah. that, that's a, another reason why as a mother, I've, wanted to become selfish as a mother because watching my mom say yes to everything really did not help her in the end. She was just so stressed and angry and frustrated. And as a teenager, I saw that all the time. And I started to be like, you know what? I'd rather have a few good friends rather than like all these other friends that like her whole schedule was packed. And my dad was kind of wondering where he was (laughs) in her schedule, right? So even that part is as she got older and she got into so many different jobs like she held she was a nurse so she often had like the nursing friends and then her neighbor friends and she just couldn't keep it straight so I also saw her as um being a and I loved her dearly but a very disorganized person uh which I've really learned in my own life that you have to get organized or else you don't know what you're you don't know your plan right? You don't, you don't know what you're working for. Like you said, you don't know what you want. So she never had a schedule. <laughs> she never yeah. was organized with and a I daily think, planner. And I think that really does come into play when we are constantly saying yes to other people and saying yes to opportunities and wearing so many different hats, we really do lose track of who we are. We lose track. And when we lose track of who we are in that sense of awareness, we give away our power. We lose yeah. our confidence we lose our self-belief and we're constantly chasing it in everybody else. 
right? Yeah, um, and again, we never talked about this, but I'm pretty sure it had a lot, do you think, to do maybe just with the time and the era? Like, I think these things are being discussed more now because I hope more people have seen a need for it. And I know that's why you and I do what we do. Um, yes. is we want the discussion to keep continuing, right? Yeah, um, because absolutely. again, I, you know, I, I finally had this discussion with my mom last year. Like I held on to anger for so many years because I just didn't have the relationship that I wanted with her when I was young, like a teenager. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here I am, it was 43 when I'm finally saying, you know, we're kind of hashing out the details and, and finding a closer, a way to engage closer with each other, um, which I'm so grateful for that opportunity. But it's because I delve into tools, right, to become more self-aware and figure out what I needed mm -hmm. that I could figure out, right, to have that conversation with her, but more not more importantly, but just as importantly to have a better relationship with my kids. Yes. Right? So we can change yes. that pattern, um, which I'm sure that you are doing and continuing to do Same. with your family as well, right? Yeah, a big part as well um, that I was going to touch on here is self-image and just self-worth and self-love mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. um, one thing that my mom did not really exude was confidence. And um, as a mother myself, you know, always showing self-love, self-worth to my kids, uh, that, that they too believe in themselves, because I think that's the other idea of this, um, you know, this idea that it always had to be like emotions had to be swept under the rug and you couldn't show your true self, which is not at all Healthy. Like helping. But I do think it was part of the era. Um, yes. because I think too, my grandma was the same yes. way. When she passed they that. Exactly. So, totally. And then exactly. she was always very passive and played a very almost submissive role in terms of the household. Um, grandpa did everything. And so she didn't, you know, she couldn't really be successful or, or be too much, right? And um that was her story. And then her story was passed down to, to my mom, who was interesting because she rebelled against that idea and thought, you know, education and I'm going to be the leader. But at her own, um, I think when you think about it, it was kind of her demise because she, she wanted to do so much for so many people and show that she was worth it, but she didn't believe in it in herself which is yeah. you know like no matter how many certificates you have if you don't love yourself and, and you don't have a great positive body image even because she right. never did right that all you know kind of what like you have nothing to stand on at the end of the day other than your title like she was oh I'm a nurse and I'm this yeah and so yeah it, I've really I, it was so sad to watch that as a teenager because I was just trying to find my own identity and I was looking to my mom, right? And she didn't really have that identity with yeah, exuding, her friends. Yeah, yeah. exuding mm -hmm. self-confidence. You know, yeah. just when you say that, I, this is why I love discussion because you learn so much about yourself. Absolutely. When you're saying that, like my mom worked so hard, right? Um, which again, amazing. Like, um, and I didn't have the relationship I wanted with her. And then of course, when I had kids, I think I thought, like I've never really thought of that before, but I think I because her and I weren't close, I needed to be like physically close. Like I needed to stay home with my kids maybe to have that relationship. Uh, yeah. um, and I was able to stay home with them until my daughter was in school. But it's not staying home with them that created the relationship. It was me taking care of me. 
you know what I mean? Because you can be home and not be present or be home and be resentful about it. Right. It's not so typical, right? Like, so I've never actually thought of that before, which is really interesting. Yeah. And you, and you don't realize it, right? Like all of our patterns and our habits. Yeah. I found that too. They do. They do. I, I can also relate. I mean, I, I stayed home part-time with my Mm -hmm. kids. Uh, I, you know, I was, I always wanted to work and, and I knew like my mom had taught me to be very self-sufficient. Right. Cause I, I think that was always like driven into me, like not to be dependent on another, like yeah. she was very successful. Um, and probably the breadwinner of the family actually. So that kind of drove in perfection to me that, you know, when I had a baby, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm on mat leave, but I still need to keep our house Goodbye. afloat. Yeah. And I think I took on too much there, which yeah. didn't help me in the end. Um, but also with my kids, when I'm staying home with them, this is an interesting point is my mom was always working and she wasn't mm-hmm. there for me uh, mm-hmm. when I really wanted that physical person to be in my home. And so, yeah, I was just kind of making that connection as well in this moment that I too wanted to work part-time because my mom was working 50 plus hours a week and I never saw her and I resented that. So I was like, I will never do that as a mother. And and I didn't, I stayed, I was very lucky. I only worked a couple days a week in those yeah. first few years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny what we can realize when we discuss yep. it, right? There's always, this is a <laughs> it journey. always comes we're, out. We're always learning. Yeah, um, But like, I think a little bit going back to what we were saying too, like our parents did what they knew, right? Yeah. And we yeah. began our journey doing what we knew, which is what we learned and learned behaviors. And yeah, they run deep, but they can be changed. They can 100% be changed. Yes. And I know my parents quite often tell us, Um, like my brother and I, they want better for us than they had, right? And I think that also comes into play, not like just financially comfortable or just, you know, happier or more opportunity, maybe happier. That's, that's where this comes into play. Like, because we can, we have tools, we have podcasts, we have books available to us. We have, right? Like there is the discussion out there if we choose to hear it. Um, to take care of ourselves and, you know, yes, provide for our families and yes, have great relationships with our kids and to do it in a healthy way that serves all of us, right? Like yes. it's this happy, yeah. healthy version of ourselves. And I think um, we can now model that because we can learn better for our children. Like I yes. often, like I love that our kids see us make time for ourselves in the hopes that they will continue that in their life, but that they will also support their partner doing the same. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I'm not sure if you've ever heard from women too, where they're just like their family, like, is like, no, like you don't, you can't have time to do that. Or you can't eat Mm -hmm. different food than us. Or you can't make like, just so not supportive or even friends that tear them down for, you know, trying to do better. Um, But if you, if we can model for our kids and teach them that self-care is responsible, it's vital for a healthy yeah. life, they again will perpetuate that in their circles. Yeah, what I love about that too is like both of us have a daughter and a son. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of neat because I never had a brother growing up and I always felt like as a sis, like two sisters, we were, there was so much pressure on us to also do all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, what I love about raising my son is that 
I'm also like, no, you can be domesticated as well, right? Like the oh, mother yeah. does not have to do it all yeah. uh, because I saw my mom constantly doing all of the things and it was almost like there was an unequal balance mm-hmm. between mom and dad. And that also was perpetuated by the previous generation. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of neat because you're right. We have podcasts, we have all these books. We like, mm-hmm. we have access to so many things now, too many things on the internet now, but we, I think it's really shifted us to be, at least for me, a lot more open-minded about not so much gender related things, but even my husband and I have been constantly reflecting on this, you know, like what are some roles that each of us could do that were traditionally dad's role, but we don't need to do that. Right. And we, we show our son that, and he's very little, but he's starting to realize, oh, okay. You know, and he's, he's doing all the things now with us. Yeah. So I think that's important going forward. I think so too. And again, that part of getting selfish is modeling good behavior. Like we need to be selfish about our health and wellness so that we're teaching our kids. Like a lot of times we can use our family obligations as reason not to take care of ourselves um, when it should be the very reason that we do. It's not an excuse. It should be the reason why we do these things um, because we want better for our kids. Like, I, I, I don't know if there's a parent out there that would be like, no, I don't want my kids to be healthy and happy when they play. <laughs> right. We want them to be, so we need to show them how. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Our kids, um, it's interesting because the, the very things that I love to do, like, uh, we have we have our home gym and we have a treadmill and my kids just want to go on that all the time mm-hmm. and so it's kind of interesting we've been creating especially during these seasons of winter just creating movement for them because our self care is their self care so we have to teach them yeah when they're feeling heavy and these emotions just like we are yeah. Uh, they're exact mirrors of us so yeah. when I'm feeling anxious when I'm feeling down and depressed so are my kids. So teaching them to do some yoga alongside of me, teaching them to go onto the treadmill with me <laughs> or, or, or at least uh, have, you know, myself and then have my daughter walking after, you know, there's, there's definitely ways to do things. I just feel like as a child, I was never given those opportunities. Right. It was, it just wasn't part of their life. Um, no, ours you know, either. Fitness, and again, fitness was not important to them. No. Nope. No, in, in, again, it, it all trickles it, down, right? It it's not, and I know down. neither one of us are like pointing fingers, like, oh, oh I, no. somebody should have, no, they did, you know, I know my parents did the absolute very best that they could as did yours, I'm sure, yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, they did. And it just, yeah. but hopefully this is speaking to the times, hopefully, yeah. right? We're just trying to encourage women um, to keep the conversation going, to make change, to get selfish to stop perpetuating things that maybe we grew up with that we want, you know, we can't wish for change. We can't wish for better. We have to make it happen. And we all have the power to do that. I think it's so important to say here, you know, both of our families did their best. Absolutely. Right. And I always think about the, the, the capacity that they had, um, I think we just, we know so much more now. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they did what they did the best that they could with the tools that they had. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, absolutely. There's in no way, um, like I think as a, as a teenager, I rebelled against it. However, it's interesting as an adult, I admire them for 
for what they did, for what they were able to, you know, just to push the boundary a little further. Uh, and I'm sure when our kids grow up, they'll, they'll have the same things to say about us. But right? uh, we hope that they'll right? be better. And they, yeah. yeah, they'll want right. us, wanted us to have done something, which that's fine because they'll teach us, right? Just like exactly. we can teach our parents exactly. now. Yeah. And one other thing I was going to mention with getting selfish as a mom is, again, we've, we've been highlighting this word selfish because it was always taught to me as a bad thing, always. Uh, and it was, you know, that you always give, give to others. And, and you know, as, as great as those things are, we do have to get selfish with our time and our mm-hmm. energy and where we put, you know, where the energy goes. So that is also interesting when we talk about this idea of getting selfish, because I don't think that that was in the previous generations. Would you no. agree? Yeah, it no, I agree. not looked on as favorable. Yeah. And what, I mean, even when we started this podcast, we said, you know, society and even still, don't you find like society really reveres and yes. highlights the do it all woman, right? Like professional mm-hmm. and amazing mother and looks, you know, a certain way and, presents herself a certain way and like, but is she happy? (laughs) Can we just have the footnote? Is she happy? Is she confident? Is she feeling good in our skin? Because we can be doing all these things. I have done all these things and in the inside felt broken, right? Like, so it's possible to put that face on and to have all those perfect squares on Instagram and to feel completely broken and exhausted and alone. So, you know, we need to get selfish. Yes, we yeah. can't do it all if we're not getting selfish and making ourselves a priority first and foremost. And then, Heather, and, right? And yes. then we can and do then, it all. We can yes. run the world. Yes, we can. We, we need to take <laughs> care of ourselves first. That is so true. Yeah. So I think the theme is no matter where you come from, yeah. right? No matter how you were raised, you can change it. You can change what you decide to move forward with you know, being a parent and, and doing what you want, um, obviously with your values and your goals, mm-hmm. working with your kids, um, establishing new habits, new patterns, because this is all, it like change is possible. It always yeah. is. And it's no building off like the great foundation that we probably had. And if it was rocky Absolutely. or wasn't great, we can still, we can still course correct, right? Like, so true. Right. Yeah. So Well, Nico, that's a wrap for today's episode, Mums. I am so glad that you took time to hang out with us today on the Selfish as a Mother podcast. We look forward to having you join us in our next episode. In the meantime, if you would like to share this podcast, like and subscribe, we would both be so grateful. Remember, Mamas, stay healthy, stay happy, and be well. You are worth it. See you again soon.